Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022, and I am your host, Demo, and this is my co-host for this evening, my brother, Robert. Good evening, David. We're the Trivia Bros. Trivia no hi- Bros. No Hibs this week, because he's abandoned us, but... I miss, I miss him. In Hibs' absence, he's left me a little note that I'd like to read now. Would you like to hear it? He left you a note? I thought you were going to say he left you um, this day in history, but he left you a personal note. Just a little note. He says, Dear Demo, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You're scum between my toes. Love, Hibs. Little Rascals. Isn't that nice? What year was Little Rascals? 1994? Three? Sounds right. I won't dispute that. So that was nice of Hibs to to stop in and leave that little note for us. But it's just us two, so there's not going to be any this day in history. We're just going to dive right in. It's not- July 1st, Robert. The summer is well upon us. And yes, we're still doing this podcast. It's the month of your birth. Oh, that's true. How, what's your big summer plans for you? Big summer blowout. Um, <laughs> Penny for no. your thoughts. We just got back from uh, Florida. We went to Destin for a week. That was fun. Wow. Mm. A little family beach time. Have you ever been to Florida beaches, David? Probably. Not very, as an adult. Very white. White sand. Mm. It's like... Probably racially a little white, too, for me. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was. Summer summer beach cottages along the the Florida coast. Very white. Sand and people. <laughs> Why do you keep mentioning how white the sand was? Because it it was like it's not like California beaches. It's tan. Okay. It's truly tan in California. This gotcha. little stretch of beach in the Panhandle is unbelievable. It's very fun. But we had ten kids under the age of ten, so we were babysitting a lot. There's a lot going on. So I need a vacation for my vacation. And that's what we're doing on this podcast. This is your vacation. Oh man, kick up, kick your feet back. Well, Relax. let's just dive right in. Speaking of fun, relaxing times, we're talking restaurants here, Robert. With the release of its 2022 edition, which prestigious restaurant guide will be adding Miami to its list of cities where restaurants can be awarded its coveted stars for excellence in fine dining? I don't know what the book is called. Uh, it's the Michelin stars, but... Is it just like the Michelin food book? Yeah, you got it. The Michelin Guide oh, okay. is what it's called. It's yeah. Called. Yeah. Michelin I looked that up stars. one time. I, I thought it was I thought it was a coincidence that it was like Michelin tires, Michelin man, oh, Michelin same stars. Company. It's the same person and it was like Yeah. They were trying tr- to promote people to drive around the country. Exactly. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Pretty cool. Uh so Miami will be joining the list of American cities with their own Michelin guide. So there's you know they do tons of guides in Europe for countries but in the US they're kind of limited by region or basically it's around a city. So Miami is getting its own guide for the first time. There are six other cities in the US that have their own Michelin star guides. Would you like to try and name those? New York. Correct. Good. San Francisco. Yes. San Diego. 
No. Um, Chicago. Chicago, good. Yeah. Philadelphia. Mm, no. Washington, D.C. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. I didn't think you'd get that, but that's good. Foodies. You're missing, an, you're missing another major city. Seattle. No. It's second or third biggest city. Second or third biggest city? What am I missing? Uh, New York, Chicago. Chicago. Dallas. No, Los Angeles. Oh, I wasn't thinking West Coast anymore. I had already flown from the West Coast. So, yeah. You, well, and Michelin thinks West Coast-wise, too, because I guess now they're publishing... They just publish a California guide, which is basically just San Francisco and L.A., but uh-huh. they publish it as one guide now. And then there's one city that they used to have their own guide, but then they haven't made it since 2008, not for any specific reason. Do you want to try and guess what city that was? Another bonus one. Is it like a random city that you wouldn't think would have one? It's not a super populous city, but it makes sense that they would have a, a restaurant guide. Is it? Give me a region, so I'm not just flying all over the place. West of the Mississippi. West of the Mississippi. Um, it's not in California. Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So Las Vegas had their own guide, but they suspended it in 2008, and they haven't made one since. So, uh, Michelin yeah, guides. Yeah, big. Yeah entertainment destination michelin guides review hundreds of restaurants but their most coveted award is the three star rating yes. do you want to try and guess how many restaurants in the u.s have achieved hmm. the fine dining three star rating from michelin i know people that try to go to these places like i know there's i think it's a two star in napa that people mm. go to all the time but it's like a big deal i think it's called french kitchen or something like that um very few i'm gonna say like 10 that's very close 13 okay in the new guide in miami there were no three stars i think there were a couple two stars but no three stars but yeah 13 restaurants in the u.s don't they do uh they do them internationally too right most of them are in europe and asia they have a lot of ones for there but the u.s they're just limited in their coverage for whatever reason I was watching um, that that show that um well because Michelin is French, I guess. So Oh, that makes sense. Um I was watching that show that mom and dad like to watch that somebody feed Phil show where he travels around to all the different countries, does all the food. Okay. They, were, they always key in on, you know, we're in Thailand and this is the only Michelin star restaurant in Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. That is all I had about the Michelin guide. Very good. Uh kick it over to you. Okay. Some uh, basketball, the hard court. The hard court. Is that what they call it? Yeah, hard court. All right, sure. <laughs> what else would they call it? What do you think? I don't know. The wooden floor. <laughs> um, with his trade on Wednesday from the Wizards to the Denver Nuggets, this NBA player became the most traveled player in NBA history, notching his 13th unique team. Oh boy. Um <clears throat> Wizards to the Nuggets. I don't know off the top of my head. His name know. is 
Ish Smith. Oh, okay. So that'd be tough. Not, not a notable player. No, but that is... 13 NBA teams. There most are NBA teams ever? Most ever. There, wow. And he's been on one team twice. <laughs> wow. like, so really it's 14, but 13 unique. Yeah. Um, there's four other players who have done 12 teams, and then obviously it drops off after that. So um, gives you an indication of how rare that is. Um, now I have a, qu- a follow-up question is, which NBA players played the most amount of seasons for only one team? Meaning oh. they played their entire career on one team and these are the players that did it the longest yeah i got you, know? you. and they are this is a, no, a more notable list I, I was gonna give you the list of you know the top 10 players um with the highest the, the highest number of teams but those players are nobody yeah nobody's yeah yes yeah, but these are these are all like hall of famers um hmm. i guess i don't know why this one came into my head right away but i magic johnson he played his whole career with the Lakers, I think, but uh, he must not have. How many seasons? What's what's the what's the range of seasons we're talking here? Um, the top ten is fourteen to mm. the top is twenty one. Oh, okay, so wow, yeah, that's a lot. Um, I don't know. Bill oh, Russell. you're right. You're right. So like, oh. Magic Johnson was thirteen. He's just not the top not ten. Quite in the but top. He's. 10. I mean, yeah, he's right close. there. So good guess. Bill Russell, did he play all of his? Uh, he did the Celtics. Yep. Same, but same as uh, not long Magic enough. Thirteen, not long enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just gonna keep going. I'm thinking of big names. It'd be hard. These guys to get have smaller 15, guys. Fifteen or more. Ugh, and those guys Jesus have thirteen. Christ. Larry Bird. I'm just naming other stars. Nope. I feel like all these guys are on the list, but just farther down. Yeah, Larry Bird, another 13-year. You've named three 13-year guys. I'm close. These are good. You're yeah. I'm on the edge. Good guesses. Um, yeah. Huh. It's hard because I feel like if they were really top-end superstar, they might have mm-hmm. been traded. You know what um, I mean? For assets, but a lot of them are not. Well, all of them are not recent. Okay. Good. <laughs> like nice they've all been well i mean like in the recent era you're correct right like if you from 2010 on boy the last guy retired in 2019 the number one retired in 2019 oh um okay i think i think uh tim duncan yes okay thank god who else how how many seasons who else on the ginobili ginobili Okay. So Duncan was 19. Ginobili was 16. Mm. You just still haven't got number one. 21 seasons. When did he retire? 2019. Oh, same. Okay. Mm. No, no. Duncan was 16. Oh, okay. Number gotcha. one is 19. 19. Mm. Mm. Oh, is it? Uh, it's the, the Heat guy, right? There is a Heat guy on here. Who's that? I'm thinking of him. Uh, yeah. I mean, a notable name only because he played with, he won championships. Yeah. And he was like the fifth, the sixth guy. Well, he's notable that he played so many seasons with the well, same right. team. I can just well, tell what's his name? Haslam? Yep, Haslam. Udonis Haslam? 19. Oh, boy. 19 seasons. 21. And then, okay, so you have. I am just, I don't know. You have like this. a guy that played in your hometown. He's number one. My, oh, 
Uh, oh, Dirk Nowitzki or? Dirk's number one. Oh, 21 seasons? He played 21 seasons wow. in Dallas. Yeah, and I then, guess I didn't think of him as being super long, but yeah, I guess he is. And then uh, three-point shooters. You and I have talked about this recently. Reggie Miller. The, Reggie Miller. He had 18, and then mm-hmm. arguably the greatest player of all time. Recent era, for sure. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. That'd right. be an argument. You did okay. That you got, definitely be you a got some argument. of the... What's that? Continue. You got the thirteen years covered. All these okay. guys are really good. That was it. Oh well, great basketball to basketball. I've got some basketball once. I went a little bit further back because we're kind of covering the whole month of June here, but we're talking the NBA Finals, NBA playoffs, really. Um, NBA Finals are over with which team winning its fourth championship in the last eight seasons? This is so bad. This is shows how fast you forget because I literally watched the game. Oh boy. You don't even remember who won? It was oh, I'm sorry. It was Golden State won. Yeah, who'd they beat? Boston Celtics. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's coming back. Good job. Yeah. So by advancing to the finals, though, Golden State made their sixth finals appearance in eight seasons. Fourth championship, but six appearance mm-hmm. in eight seasons. Can you tell me the last team? to appear in six finals over an eight-season stretch. The most recent, I should say. There were six of eight finals? Yes. That's a lot. Yeah, so that's it not, is a lot. That's not like the heat. That's not... The Celtics before them, the Lakers. They were probably pretty close, but no, we got to go a little further back. Oh, farther back than the Lakers, like yeah. farther back than Shaq and Kobe. Correct. You are the you got the it. Kings. No, what? The NBA the Finals. Detroit Pistons. No. The Robert. Who was what, the 90s, you... the 90s dynasty? Oh, the Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Missed it. Yep. They won three in a row, and then there was a two-season gap, and then they won three more. So they six finals in eight seasons. There. Now, that was a great ESPN documentary. Have you seen that? It wasn't even ESPN, I don't think. I thought it was just a Netflix thing. Oh, maybe it was. You're right. You're right. No, was, yeah. The Last Dance, yeah. So good. You saw it? Yeah. Very good. I'm looking at the the Kobe and Shaq. I want to see the most that they made in a stretch. In here. a row? Kobe and Shaq, they made four in five years, and then there was a three season gap, and then they won't they made three out of three. So not quite that. Um Okay, so with this title, can you tell me which four players have joined an elite group of championship winners by earning their fourth NBA title. Um, yes. The, let me orient myself again here. We're talking about the Golden State Warriors. So we're talking about Steph Curry. Good. We're talking about Draymond Green. Yes. We're talking about, who's the other splash brother? Uh uh-huh. Anderson? What's his name? Thompson. Something Thompson? Uh-huh. 
It is something Thompson. I'll Christian, give it to you. Christian Thompson. Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay Thompson. And then the other one that's a little bit harder, maybe. Yeah, that is harder. He didn't I, play that many minutes this season. <clears throat> oh, um, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala. Nice. So those four players have now have four championships, and they join which other active player as the players with the most championships? So there's only one other active guy that has four? Yes, four or more. Does LeBron have four? You tell me. I mean, unless I come up with some other really... That's my go-to answer, but who else would have four? Unless there's a... It might be easier to think about if LeBron James has four, but... He won one in Cleveland, and then he left, and then he won one, won two with the Heat, and then. Okay, so he has four. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because well, you had the you had to order a little wrong. He won two with the Heat, and then he went back to Cleveland, oh, won one there, yeah. and then went to the Lakers. Lakers. So he has four. He's actually one of three players to have uh, a championship with three different teams. I don't have those other ones in front of me. I didn't even make that a question because it was too hard. But Heat, Cavaliers, Lakers. For that that James. may be one of those uncommon lists because you wouldn't have to be good to do that. But Yeah, they were kind of just like rotation guys. They weren't necessarily uh Speaking of consecutive cha- or championships, I was really bummed that Tampa Bay didn't pull it off. Well, we might before. talk about that later in the pod. So Okay. <laughs> Back to you, though. Sticking with sports, we got you got some baseball questions from the hard court to the dirt court. That's yeah, good one. In the month of June, this team has set the all-time record for home runs in one month. One month. Hmm. Between two, I shouldn't they... say that. I shouldn't say it like that. It's for oh. the month of June. They the month the of June, they runs. have the most home runs in the month of June. Um. Yankees? I know they're on a hot streak. Okay. They are hot, hot, hot. They I had the record, but I lost it. It was like wasn't it like the fastest to fifty wins and I think they won twenty. So they paid twenty five games, I think, in June. They won twenty of them. Yeah, but their record, like they were the it's like the earliest someone's gotten to fifty wins in quite a long time. Yeah. Um Okay, so they had 57 home runs in the month of June. Wow. Um, the previous mark was 56, and that was shared by the 2016 Orioles and the 2019 Braves. It's impressive because the article I was reading, I didn't, I think I knew this, but I just forgot. They deadened the ball this year. Like they made the ball less. I mean, not explicitly, poppy. but yeah, that's the, the hubbub that yeah. they so they've messed with the ball to make it harder to hit home runs. Part of what helped, I guess, from the article I read was they were at Yankee Stadium, and Yankee Stadium is historic for having short home runs because I think they have a small outfield. Yeah. Can you name the two players that led the way? The two players with the oh, most boy. home runs. Judge. Yes. Um. I don't even know another Yankee. Uh oh, well, isn't uh, Anthony Rizzo? See on the Yankees. He's on the Cubs, isn't he? No, he got traded. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, it shows what you know. When was that? This season, I think. Last season? This season? I mean, he's on them this season. I think this is his first season. Yeah, Yankees, first baseman. 
Uh, I don't know. I can't name really another Yankee. His name is Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Heard of him. Um, Aaron Judge is on pace to set the home run record. Is he? Yeah. How many has he got? He's got... Um, Aaron Judge. As of as of Wednesday, he has 28. Oh, 29. Okay. Hasn't been updated, I guess. It's the second time in his career he has hit 29 before the All-Star break. Hmm. And so he would be on track to beat... Um, the record there you go all right um a follow-up question can you name the i think i have a list of it's like the top 15 so there's um, home run hitters well it's more like no 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 there's there's 20 players who have hit more than 16 home runs in a month oh okay so there's multiples on here so there's really only like seven players okay let's do it Barry Bonds. Got it. He's one. Um, big home run hitters, huh? Mark McGuire. Yep. Uh, Sammy Sosa, maybe? Yep. He's number one. He had 20 in 1998. Wow. What a guy. Um, Mike Trout. Maybe not. Not that many. Not that many. That's it. Those are all my... <laughs> My baseball. You get Jose one. Canseco. You can get one more. <laughs> you, you can really get two more. One two of them more? is really old. 1956. Babe, uh, Joe DiMaggio. No, other one. Uh, Mickey Mantle. That's right. Okay. So you have Mickey Mantle, and then the last one is uh, Willie... Willie Mays. Oh, sorry. I kept going Willie Taggart. But that's a college football head coach. That's correct. So there you go. Just big home run hitters. 16 in a month. That's pretty good. Wow. What's the what's the record? I'm like, I'm blanking on. Is it 50, 58? Okay. For a season? No, I thought it was over 60 for sure. 61? 62. Home run record, 73, Barry Bonds. Oh, Bonds. my Lord, 73. Yeah. How, How many... How's he on track with 29 then? Did I read that? I one? don't know. Maybe you did. Or the All-Star breaks really early in, in baseball. Yeah, the All-Star game is July 19th. So I don't think they're on it yet. But that could be, I mean. Anyway, moving right along here. I was going to say to you, if you had to set an over-under for yourself right now, how many MLB at-bats would it take you to get a, I was going to say home run, but I don't think you'd ever hit a home run. No, you would never hit a home run. A hit. <laughs> Over, under, like an average, you know. Like if the guy was just throwing his normal. Yeah, you're just a normal player and he's just a normal pitcher. And, there are, and there's fielders? Yeah, well, of course. Okay. Yikes. Um, You want an over, under. I think like. Like the average it would take you to get one hit, yeah. Got a hit, a hit. I mean, it has to go. It has to get over some a shortstop. Yeah, you'd head. have to bloop it over the, you know, the infielders and be able to run because you're not going to run anything out. I mean, I think a better question would be how long would it take me to just get it in bounds, get like not foul contact on it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you could just bunt and cheat, but a full swing. I don't know, seventy. Oh wow, yeah. I was going to say at least a hundred, but you know, 
When's the last time you hit a baseball? Uh, yesterday. Like someone was actually pitching it to you and you hit it? No. Oh, no. Okay. When's the last time you were like batting saw, cage? Yeah, batting cage or you know, seventy miles an hour pitch. <laughs> seventy. I, I don't think I've ever seen well, a seventy. Mile well, in the MLB, they throw a lot faster than that, Robert. Well, so I understand. It'd take understand you longer. That. Okay, whatever. It's been a while. Is all It'd be I'm a saying. Lot. It'd be a yeah. lot. Okay. That's on my bucket list, though. I want to do that. What? What's on your bucket list? Like, have like a, you know, hire a triple A AAA pitcher or double A pitcher and have him come over and What's throw the speed? Pitches. 90 that you'd yeah. want? Yeah, okay. no. I mean, just, no, just have him throw high school kid. Throw his normal stuff. Just what you try to strike me out. That wouldn't even be fun, though. That would just be like, I would just be scared. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Maybe. Wear a full uh, cage. I'd probably wear a hockey helmet. Yeah. Okay, so sticking with baseball, I've got the College World Series. Mm-hmm. Do you watch any of that? Uh, I did, yep. College Baseball World Series concluded with which team taking home their first ever NCAA championship, uh, men's championship in any sport? Um, I didn't watch the last game, but I think it was I think it was Ole Miss that ended up winning. Ole Miss, the Ole Miss Rebels. That was their first men's NCAA championship. Oh, good for them. Isn't that kind of surprising? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Are they good? Well, no, I mean, any sport. Oh, that was, oh, oh, okay. That is surprising then. Okay. Yeah. You would think they would have got one. But I guess in football, you know, technically those aren't NCAA, so that's where that comes from. But the last time they won a football national championship, arguably 1962, which is what they claim. That's the, you know. Why is that not NCAA? The NCAA doesn't award the FBS. Oh, bullshit. Okay. Well, that's a weird question then. Well, because Division One is the, you know, the only football that they actually do, but the, the FBS is different. It's like it's, you know, that's why they have the college football playoff and all that. It's all separate from the NCAA. Anyway. But the six, that was still 62, though. So 1962. Yeah. Regardless. Like, yeah. no. They had won the Women's Golf NCAA Championship in okay. 2021. Prior to that, 1962, wow. football. Uh, eight teams participated in the College World Series. Can you... How many do you think you can name? In, I mean, I'm just like running through them, so I... Uh, six? Oh. You think you can get six? You've got... I'll give you ten guesses to get six. <laughs> okay. Go. Texas. Yes. Texas A&M. Yes. Ole Miss. That's three. Notre Dame. Correct. Four. Those are the teams I watch. Oh, Oklahoma. Okay, five. five. One more. Louisville? No. I don't know. I won't bore our fans here. All right. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, was, so there's a couple SEC teams and a Pac-12 team. We had Stanford, Stanford, Arkansas, and Auburn. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch too much of those teams. I didn't watch really any. The, the only stat I heard was that all four of the semifinalists were sec or future sec teams it was yeah. oklahoma a&m ole miss arkansas i think i told you i was maybe i maybe it was someone else but i was really surprised that texas made it because i was watching them in the super regionals like the before you go to the college world series right and they were down like it was one one so it was the final game east carolina and it was like one of those situations where i just turned the tv off because i was going to do something they were down like six runs in the seventh inning i was like oh they're done and then a week later, I'm watching the College World Series, and there they are. Hmm. Missed it. Well, speaking 
of people doing important things who aren't getting paid. I've got a question for you about internships. In a press release earlier this month, it was announced that interns at what prestigious institution will be paid for the first time in history? Institution as in not I just wanted to be vague. But yes, prestigious institution, yes. Google. No, I guess it's not a company. So it's yeah, you're right with your. Is is it a, a university? No. Is it the U.S. government? Yes. Can you be more specific? The military. The military interns. <laughs> <laughs> that would go over. I, really I don't, well. Are there military interns? Maybe there are. <laughs> um. I think of a place where people would want to intern for free just because of the, the oh, reputation like, uh, that it might what, get What, the you. White House? There you go, the White House, mm. yeah. So for the first time, uh, interns at the White House will be paid. The funds will uh, come from bipartisan legislation that the president signed earlier this year. Um, just for your information, White House interns... The article I found said they will make a maximum of X. So do you want to guess the the maximum amount that these interns will make? But I guess that's like the the ballpark of what they're going to make. Like in, in the eight weeks? Per hour. Sorry, I have oh, it in. Oh, per hour. Um, 30 bucks an hour. Wow. Uh, 21 is the maximum, apparently. $21 an hour. Do you know what the federal minimum wage is? How in touch with the common man is robert bowen what is the federal minimum wage they didn't 15 is not federal right that's state by state i think they didn't pass the 15 dollars minimum wage did they mm. Mm. i'll go with like 11.50 <laughs> in touch with the common man the current federal minimum wage is 7.25 okay that's really really low yeah it's uh it's kind of wild does I any state a... actually have 725 minimum wage well i had it's funny you ask because i have a list here i was going to ask you what state has the highest minimum wage because obviously states you know the minimum is just like the base amount that you have to but some states have passed laws that make that minimum wage higher do you know what uh what state has the highest california yeah very good do you know what there's minimum wages 15 yeah, exactly. $15 an hour. And technically, D.C. has a higher minimum wage. Fifteen twenty is what they've passed. Okay. Good. For, um, they just wanted to one-up California. Yeah, probably. Do you want to see if you can name a few other states that have high minimum wages? Um, Washington. Yep, they're next. Perfect. Fourteen forty nine. Fourteen forty nine. It's pretty high. Yeah. They just couldn't eke out that extra 51 cents it was just too much for them yeah too much not gonna happen um <clears throat> oregon well as of july 1st yes their minimum wage will be 1350 are they next on the list uh no there's one minute in between but we don't have to continue it's kind of just What's, a guessing okay. game yeah, we got those... massachusetts okay is right in there 14 dollars. other ones Pretty high. New York, New Jersey, Arizona. Hmm. Uh, but yes, plenty of states 
actually do have the minimum wage, including Texas. Texas uses the federal minimum wage, seven twenty-five. It's really seven twenty-five. Can you do that even if you don't get tips? Because I know there's different in fact minimum- twenty states use the federal minimum wage. Wow, seven twenty-five. You'd never be able to uh, to hire anybody. Two states don't even have their own minimum wage. Do you want to see if you can name those? Alabama, Louisiana. <laughs> You're very close. It's Mississippi and Louisiana. But obviously they have to use the federal. So, um, Do you know what year the federal minimum wage was introduced? I got questions about the minimum wage. Well, fun facts. I think we no. did this before. but 1972. Uh, no, earlier than that, actually. 1938 it was introduced. Right at the tail end of the Great Depression, and it was twenty-five cents an hour, which was the equivalent to today's four eighty-one. Um, do you know? Do you want to try and guess when the purchasing power, like inflation-adjusted minimum wage, was the highest? What year was that? Wait. So it's so it's seven twenty-five now. Yes. But with inflation, if you account for that, it was higher. And I want you to tell me what year it was the highest it's ever been. Hmm. When did it start again? 50? 38. Oh, was 38. the first. Yes. Wow. Um, I don't know. Is that, It's either like a random guess or I'm going to try to think of some inflection point that would have. Like inflation or. Uh, 61. Oh, pretty good. 68. 1968, the federal minimum wage is $1.60, which is equivalent to twelve forty-seven today. Hmm. They were doing good. Yeah. We they just were. haven't adjusted it. Do you think exactly. part of the reason they haven't adjusted it is just because they know states will adjust it on their own? And it's, like, very difficult to do. Yeah. Yes. Well, so and the, it really doesn't matter because it just comes down to... The current the minimum wage was set in 2009, which was... Um, you know, over 12 years ago at this point. And that's the longest amount of time that the minimum wage has not changed in U.S. history since it's been introduced. But it went in 2009, it went from 515 to 725. <laughs> but it stayed at 725 for the last 13 years. So kind of wild. And inflation last year was like 12%. And I I doubt it's we're going to get movement on that. So <laughs> good luck, everybody. Um, even well, with Joe, you, what? Even with Joe, well, it's not office? up to him. He'll sign it. Ted Cruz's yeah. problem, I guess. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Thanks a lot, Obama. All right. Well, now you know. I asked you to do your politics question after this. So, Speaking of politics, you. David. Yeah. Let me tell you about a little meeting we're having this week. Oh, what's that? World leaders of this organization are gathering this week in Madrid until Thursday when they're expected to lay out the alliance's plans to address what it perceives as long-term security challenge posed by Beijing. What group is meeting this week? The alliance is what you refer to them as. NATO? The NATO alliance. Do you know what NATO stands for, David? North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Um, That's correct. (laughs) Thank this year's summit is notable. You almost didn't even acknowledge that I had said that. You just moved on. V- very good. <laughs> That's amazing, David. Good job. 
This year's summit is notable for its first ever invitations extended to the leaders of four Asia Pacific nations. Oh. Can you name those four nations? Asia Pacific. Don't get hung up. I mean, they're in Asia, I take it, because you said that. But they aren't? And you said you called them Asia Pacific? Asia Pacific. I was very clear. Japan. And, and well thought out. Because Japan? I, I looked it up. Okay, I made Japan? sure that this is how you categorize these countries. Japan. Japan is one of them. Um, interesting. They're going to have to change the name at some point. We're no longer in North Atlantic, you know? No, no, no. They're not in NATO. They are just invited to the alliance to the, meeting. Oh, I got it. Okay. Because they are talking about Beijing. Sure. Japan. South Korea? That's correct. Um, Australia? Yep. Okay. I mean, and... New Zealand would be my guess, but... Yes. That's oh, correct. Okay. Good, way to go, David. Thanks. Good job. Feels make great. Sure you, make sure you get kudos in every question now. I mean, I just, you know. Can you tell me when <laughs> the North Atlantic Treaty was signed? 1947. 49. Yeah, close. Um, <laughs> and can you tell me how many nations are in NATO? Currently. Currently, there are six nations that have officially solicited to be in NATO that are not there yet. But okay, current. current members of NATO, how many? 25. 30. Oh. So there was, yeah, I thought it was interesting. There was, uh, I didn't know, I guess I didn't know there were countries that wanted to get in that couldn't get in. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. Right. The one I remember is Belarus is not in, but they're, uh, I don't have it up anymore, but yeah. there you go. NATO's meeting this week. Got to make sure China doesn't do anything crazy. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Well, who's who are the other two that are they got invited for the first time, or they're they've been accelerated? Isn't it like Finland and somebody else was like, okay, never mind. Just oh, like their acceptance into NATO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I been accelerated talks yeah. or whatever because of I mean, the maybe Russia. Belarus. Maybe one. Maybe it was Finland and Belarus. I thought it was like Norway. I'll look like while you're. Uh... Well, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm typing on the wrong computer here. Okay, keep going. All right, you're up. Well, I've got a question for you about conservation. For the first time, the state of Maryland will set limits on catches of what type of sea life harvested in the Chesapeake Bay? Um, cod. Mm. Not quite. Crab. Try again. Yeah, there you go. Maryland, of course. Had to be crab. That's what Maryland does. No, 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 no. Uh, Chesapeake blue crab, to be specific. The old blue crab. That's right. Um, do you know the Latin or the scientific name of the Chesapeake blue crab? The crustaceanus mm. aquas. Okay. I don't know, David. How would I know? The... It's the Calinectus <laughs> sapidus. But do you want to try and guess what that means? Calinectus sapidus. Yeah. I don't even want to guess. So the first part, Calinectus, is Greek for beautiful swimmer. Okay. And sapidus means savory. So it's savory, savory beautiful, beautiful swimmer. swimmer. No wonder we've hunted them to near extinction. <laughs> They're beautiful and delicious. I know. 
so the Department of Natural Resources, the State's Department of Natural Resources, updated the regulation and will now restrict how many crabs that commercial and uh, recreational fishermen can catch. So commercial fishermen are limited to 15 bushels of crabs a day in August and September, and the harvest season will end two weeks earlier than it normally does on November 30th. Save those poor little crabs. Yeah. Do you want to try and... They did a... um, Virginia also announced restrictions on crabbing, or whatever you call it, but uh, new regulations are come from findings of the Winter Dredge Survey, which showed a drastic decline in the crab population in recent years. Do you want to try and guess how many crabs are in the Chesapeake Bay? Oh, my gosh. This is a fun, fun little brain exercise for this you. This is like one of those ballpark. Um... Um, I'm going to go with a lot, like 6 million. Okay, more. You're not, you know, it's 227 million crabs. What? Whoa, whoa, the whoa, current whoa. estimate. Whoa. What? Yeah. yeah. A lot of crabs. 227. How big is the Chesapeake Bay? How many miles are we talking about here? I don't. I don't have that information off the top of my head. Well, that would really help me. I, I'm thinking Chesapeake Bay is like the San Diego Bay. No, I mean, it's all of, uh, like, Maryland. You know how Maryland's kind of like two? It's the, okay, so it's, it's like, like all the area in between. Oh. It's wow. quite large. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. 227 million, though, in the Chesapeake Bay. Wow. Uh, okay. Which is down by half in, uh, since 2019 when they estimated that over 600 million crab were in the bay. So it's uh could be a problem. That's a big problem. That's a that's a lot of decline. Well, they're on it. They've limited harvesting, Robert, and I'm sure our beautiful savory swimmers will be around for many years to come. From what I understand about limits on fish and uh, sea life, it's usually more about like the size of crab you're able to take. Mm. Like that's why they you have to catch a fish, and it has to be like in between a certain length. What are you an environmentalist now? No, but I I remember when I was in New Orleans fishing for redfish. It was like you could keep like between thirteen. Yeah. I don't know how it 20. works for crabs. That'd be a certain size for sure. Maybe, I'm not sure. Wait, like uh, even on like um, what's that show? The deadliest catch. That yeah, I don't thing. know how it works for blue crab though. Maybe they just everything old, goes. Old no blues. Idea. Well, apparently uh, goes. You're decimating the population. Yeah. Okay, well, segue, David, do it. Uh, I got nothing. We're talking hockey next. From beautiful swimmers to beautiful skaters. Skaters. Stanley Cup Finals have concluded with which NHL team winning their first championship since 2001? I'm like blanking again. Hold on. Orienting. This is only like days ago. Yeah. Um, oh. Stinking avalanche. The Colorado avalanche. You got it. Um, But we're going to talk consolation prize first here a little bit. The Tampa Bay Lightning lost in game six to lose the cup. 
Yes, they um, did. But with their conference final series victory, the Tampa Bay Lightning became the third team in league history to win 11 consecutive playoff series, joining oh, which yeah. two other teams? The Canadians. Okay, yeah. And some other team that yes. won multiple championships. Mm. The Detroit Red Wings. No, not the Red Wings. The Boston Bruins. Nope. The Washington Capitals. A little bit earlier than you're saying right now. Earlier than the Boston Bruins? Well, what I mean, do you mean? Both the teams I just said were around when hockey began. Okay, but earlier than those dynasties. Anyway, good, good, good guesses. But it's actually the New York Islanders from 1980 to 1984. I wouldn't have got that. That would have yeah. been way down the list for me. Tough. Yeah, because they won four consecutive cups. Wait, whoa, whoa! No, they didn't. That's never been done. What do you want me to say? Four, three has been won. The Canadians won three. I think the Canadians have won more than three. The Islanders won consecutive? four consecutive Stanley Cups from 1979-80 to 1982-83. And they made a four, fifth finals, but they lost to the Edmonton Oilers. Wow, that's not wow. what I thought. I think I asked you a question two weeks ago, and I said Tampa Bay was on the verge of, of tying history because they were going to have three. Maybe like modern history? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I stand corrected. I have it on good authority, aka Wikipedia, that the Canadians won five consecutive cups from 1956 to 1960. Well, there you go. So they are tied for the lead. Five. Five's the record? I unconfirmed, yes. What, I what year was that? The, list. the Canadians? 55 to 60. Jeez. Good stuff. More hockey. More hockey. Um, well, we kind of already covered this. This is Tampa's third consecutive finals appearance. Yes. And fifth overall, but they were the first team to make three consecutive finals appearance since what year? What team and what year? Three consecutive finals appearances. They didn't have to win, huh? Correct. The Penguins. Good guess. I think they had two and they won both, but we're talking a little before then. Oilers. 1985 Oilers. Gretzky. Yep. They appeared 83, 184, and 185. So there you the go. Poor Oil, the poor Oilers. They can't get it together. I felt I bad mean, for them this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this Stanley Cup for the Avalanche, most of the players on the Avalanche had never won a Stanley Cup before. It was their hmm. first ever Stanley Cup ring, Stanley Cup championship. But two players on the Colorado Avalanche roster have previously won the Stanley Cup with other teams. Can you name either of those players? I know one of them for sure. Well, I thought you might. Yeah, because he was a Red Wing. Darren Helm. Darren Helm, who also won with the 2008 Detroit Red Wings. But there's one more. Is the other guy, like you know his name? You've seen it before? It's not like some... What does he play? What Hawk, position? I don't even. Let me come up. I'll get it. I'll, I'll pull it up for you. I'll tell you who he won with. Maybe that okay, would help you. That might help. He won with the 2018 
Washington Capitals. He is a left wing winger. Not a huge name. I think it would be a tough get, but Kadri. Andre Burakovsky. Oh, I'm thinking Vasilevsky. I was like, isn't that the goalie? Okay. So that guy won as well. So only yep. two guys though. Yep. I looked. I really spent time looking for that stat because I couldn't find that question anywhere. But I knew Darren Helm had won two, and then I just kind of searched through everybody that had won two before. So that's Traitor. it. That's, that's all the hockey I had. I mean, good did for you him. Know, you did know? you know the so in that documentary, The Unrivaled, that talks a lot about like the team history, right? I didn't realize. Do you know what team the Avalanche were before they were the Avalanche? Quebec Nordiques. Yeah. I didn't realize that, that was like the year before that rivalry started. Yeah. Or yeah. two years before the big fight. Big Wilds. Deal. Wilds. And that's where all those guys came from. They were yeah, all Quebec that hasn't of, had a team since then. Yeah, it seems wrong, doesn't it? It's kind of like the Cleveland Browns were so bad for so long, and then they go to Baltimore and win a championship in like two years. Sucks for Browns fans. <laughs> That's just how bad that city was. Just yeah. sucked the winning right out of them. Uh, okay, final question of the evening will be yours and uh, unknown category. So yes. take it away. On this day, 15 years ago. What day is that? Today. The well, 29th? The, the day we're recording this. Okay. Not that it, not that it gotcha. matters. But Perfect. This iconic piece of technology was debuted. Did you say the year? How many years ago? Sorry. 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Iconic piece of technology debuted. Mm. 2.3 billion sold worldwide to date. What year would that be? 15 years ago. 2006? In the year 2006. Oh, seven. Seven. Sorry. Yeah, math. It's hard. Um, I was going to say iPhone, but is that right? The iPhone. iPhone? <laughs> oh, because right. we did a thing on iPod last time. That's right. That so I, I put that here, too, because we talked okay. about how many iPods were sold in because it ended. Yes, so exactly. So 400, 450 million iPods were sold. And then I was watching the old telly today, and they were talking about the iPhone. So I looked that up, and it was 2.3 billion iPhones were sold. Wow. To wow. Date. Um, Incredible. So that was 2007, David. Yes. So we'll do our segment in the year 2007. Seven. I thought you were going to say it. Oh, okay. okay. <coughs> so in 2007, this Italian uh, operatic tenor, who during the late part of his career crossed over into popular music, eventually becoming one of the most acclaimed and loved tenors of all time, passed away. Oh, Pavarotti. That's correct. Do you know his first name? Um, is it like Luciano? Or... That's correct. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> which iconic group was Pavarotti known for? The three tenors. And who are the other two tenors, David? Oh, impossible. Toughy. Toughy. Um, Pavarotti. One of the guys I'd like heard the name. The yes. Other the other guy is not popular at all. The only reason I know is be- they make this joke on Seinfeld. Do you know? Yes. Yeah. They're like Pavarotti, this guy. Oh, and the other one. Yeah. Um, the, do you know? Let's start with this. Do you know what countries they're from? Italy. Well, he Italy. Is. 
Pavarotti yeah, I thought, is. I thought there were two Italy and one Spain or something. There's two Spain. The other two oh, are two, from Spain. Oh. Mm. Placido Domingo. That's right. And the other guy. Pretty good. You didn't think I'd get that? Did you actually just think of it or were you just slow playing it? No, I thought of it just then. Okay. Yes. And then the other guy's name is Jose Carreras. Ah, Carreras. C. So two Spaniards and one Italian. <laughs> okay. Also, in the year 2007, after changing their team name just the year earlier to avoid any confusion with the hit Disney movie, this team won the Stanley Cup. The Ducks of Anaheim. The Anaheim Ducks. That's correct. They changed their name to the Ducks of Anaheim from the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim in 2006, I believe, and they won the Stanley Cup in 2007. Can you name their captain? Oh. Um, or, or. Oh, was it Niedermeyer? Either. Yeah, good job. Scott Niedermeyer? Okay, so the follow, the assistant captain should be fairly easy. And that's Niedermeyer. Obviously. Dead. Right. <laughs> good uh, Animal House reference. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so their captain was Scott Niedermeyer. You, did you think you ever think like is anyone else listening to this? Because <laughs> at this point, yeah, you know it's unlikely. But continue. at this point, it's just it's really practice for presentation. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, remember when you were uh, you were president ever... of the Toastmasters Club for like a day? Oh, that was quite the run I had there, David. I was I was an international hit. I could have been the the president of that entire organization in a week. In a week. <laughs> to the Sorry. Time. Inside, just continue. Sorry. We're talking Mighty Ducks. Scott Niederbeier. And then his brother was the alternate. His name is Rob Niedermeyer. Oh, And okay. then Chris Pronger was another the other assistant oh, captain. Oh, fun. And this team featured a lockdown D-line featuring the only player with our last name, name to ever play in the NHL. Travis. Long lost cousin Travis. Trav. When's the last time you spoke to Travis? It's been a while. It's been a while, David. Yeah. How long has he been alive? It's been that long. <laughs> I mean, how long have you been alive? How long have I been you. alive? It's been that long. Yeah, he, he just, you know, we were born and he never showed up and that was he it. Just abandoned our family. He found a better path. For a minute there, he was on the stars, but I don't think he's retired or something now. But. Yeah, I remember him being, he, uh, he was on the stars and I think he was actually in cedar park for a while and i was i was ah. trying to make a effort to go like see him take like, a hey. mowing sign with an arrow and just hold it up above your head just bring like a big uh like mowing faucet sign with me and be like yeah also in the year 2007 the indianapolis colts won their first super bowl or won their first super bowl since 1970 under this legendary quarterback his first super bowl win the the nineteen seventy one or the the if you can name the nineteen seventy one I'll be impressed. well seventy would be Johnny Unitas wouldn't it oh sounds right and, but Peyton Manning I think is Peyton Manning who you were going for and can you name his two top wide receivers that year oh Reggie Wayne and um, is that right sorry yep the harder one I'll sit here forever you don't even know you're looking it up no I'm not I'm looking up, I'm looking up a different question. Harrison. 
Yeah, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. What I'm doing is I'm looking up the most QB receiver TDs because I think one of the two has oh, the record. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was Reggie Wayne, but if I had to guess. Yeah. No, we it's, done... Mar- it's Marvin Harrison. Oh, really? The record is currently held by Manning, and Marvin Harrison connected it for 114 touchdowns wow. during their time together. Good for them. Nice. Buccaneers. Is Tom Brady close? With, like, Gronk or somebody? The next article. Yeah, it's got to be Gronk. I think we one. talked about it being close with Gronk at one point. Record is uh, most touchdowns, quarterback, receiver, duo in NFL history. The record is currently held by Manny Hart. Harrison. 1970 Baltimore oh, Colts. They have, 100, they have 104, so he well, came back. It, Gronk's, like, retired now, though, no? Wait. Oh, Gronk didn't come back? I don't know. They only need eight more. I'd go for it. Yeah, I mean, I could do it for sure. If I was ever in that position, David, I would go for it. Mark my words. Okay, good. Good to know. That's how many had, How many uh, snaps at tight end would it take you to catch a touchdown? <laughs> like, the and same thing, like defense from the, is there. From the 15-yard line. With defense? Yeah, of course. None. Zero. You Zero. You, you'd never you catch it. I mean, I think you could get lucky once. No. He'd be on you, like... Right on top of your ass. Well, but maybe they're playing a zone. You just sit down in soft zone. And then you got to catch the ball. And then well, you got to run. And then you got to outrun them. I'm just saying enough reps. It would happen once. Maybe. Yeah. There's a number. Yeah, 1970 Colts were led by a 37-year-old Johnny Unitas. Johnny U. Yes. Good job, David. You good job. Good for you, David. Is that... Uh... Was that the end of our show? That was, a, that was a stupid question. I should have made it to 1970. That was... You would have got it regardless, but asking you Peyton Manning, that's a dumb question. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to have a little fun. Don't need to be so hard on yourself. I'm such an idiot. Whoever's listening to this, just find a new host. I don't know what to tell you. This is the best we could do on short notice, you know. That's the end of the show. Wrapping it up. No more 2007 questions. What were you like in 2007, Robert? Your big year for you. You were graduating high school. That was Not to dox yourself too much. We've already given away tons of information, but. I'm pretty sure if people wanted to. To find us, if our four listeners want oh, to yeah. find us, they could find us. I'm sure. 2007. Yeah, high school. Wow. That was, so that was much, a big year. So much happened yeah. for you. Off to Cal Poly. Wow. That's It was fun looking up the... What year did you give me last time? Six or five? It was five, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Because trying to remember like those high school years of sports is is uh, interesting. It, goes, it all goes back to video games for me. I played a lot of, a lot of sports video games in high school. Yeah, a lot of football, a lot of Madden, a lot of college football. A lot of baseball. I played oh, a lot really? of like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did play baseball a fair bit. You had to draft the teams and trade for players, and it always ended up going south. All right, let's not you know drift too much into okay, I'm sorry. memory lane uh, here. Yeah. That's the end of the show. It's good seeing you, David. Uh, you too. Thanks for being the co-host tonight. I'm sure some people are going to love this. Just mindless <laughs> rambling about 2007. Oh man, Hibs what a cut time! Cut it all. Hit, cut it Just, all. This would be I'd be signaling Hibbs with a cut. Anyway, if anyone out there is still listening, we appreciate uh, your efforts. You know your your fortitude to get through it. I respect you. Thank you, Robert, for being the co-host this evening, and uh, thank you to all our listeners. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks, David. Bye.